Hi everybody, this is Justin from Big Snackers. Uh, I just wanted to take this moment to thank you for listening and also to let you know about a podcast that some comedian friends of mine uh, are doing. It's a radio show um, that is done in about 15 minute increments. Um, So far there are four episodes out, fifth one on the way. It's called Little Mushroom. It's about a town uh, full of some interesting folks. It's kind of a dispatch from that town. Um... But it's very funny and uh, very well done, and there's a lot of components to it and a lot of plans in the making for different video things and uh, some more spin-off uh, episodes and all that kind of thing. So um, right now, they're in the middle of the first season of it, so if you would like to, please go look it up on iTunes, Little Mushroom, or go to www.littlemushroompodcast.com and take a listen. Uh, I'd really appreciate it, and they would appreciate the... Uh, bump in numbers, um, you know, and help make it a success as you have helped make our show a success. And speaking of our show, uh, here is the new episode and I promise it's not, we're going to do this and then two months later we'll get another one. We're actually going back to our weekly format. So we will, uh, continue doing it weekly. Um, and hopefully won't fuck that up or whatever. Anyway, please listen to little mushroom and also, uh, on with the show. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Welcome. We're back. Yeah, a dinosaur tale. We're back at Dinosaur's Tale. That's a great movie. It's not good at all. Yes, it's it a is. Terrible movie. Yes, it is. No, it's bad. No, it's not. Okay. Anyway, it's better than Land Before Time. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. it's not. And Dinosaurs for Hire is the best. That's not a movie. I know, but it was good, and the Sega Genesis game was amazing. What? Nothing. Welcome to Big Snackers. Usually we start off with a terrible song, and I don't know what's going on in music right now, but uh, Justin and I just spent lunch and the drive here going through a bunch of new stuff on Spotify, and nothing was bad or good enough to warrant. There was just a lot of really boring songs. Yeah. So we were excited the new Bloodhound Gang album came out last week after, what, six years, seven years? I don't even... I don't Way know. too long, I and we're just you. happy that the Bloodhound Gang is back. Ten? It's not been ten years, has it? No. FD Fine did not come out in 2005. There's no way. I, think, I don't know, maybe. Is it? Okay, well. The new album's called Hard Off. Yeah. And it's out now, and half of it's good. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think any of it's good. So, but uh, they do have a new album out, so there's that. And welcome to Big Snackers. Hey, Justin. Hey. It's been a while. Yeah. We are back. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, like, stained. Yeah. It has. It's been a while yeah. since I could hold my head up high. 
Why were you like waving with your index finger at me while that when? song was playing? I was just welcoming you to the podcast. It's not how you welcome someone to anything. How do you welcome somebody? Hello, welcome to the podcast. So you sang Adele to him? No, I wasn't singing. Hello? I know the song. Right, it's a big song. Um, yeah, it's huge. Okay, so, no, great. what I'm saying is I was just waving at you because I couldn't talk. I didn't want to talk over the song. You can, though. Well. We talk over songs all the time. I guess. So it's been a while, for real, and we're back, thank God, and uh, should be back on track now to be normal. Mm-hmm. And we're happy to be back. It's been, what, like a month? Yeah, just over. <laughs> Jeez, before that was too long, but... We have lots to talk about in the next few episodes, and uh, it's the year end, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time, and we have video game lists to do today. We have albums to talk about. I guess just the year in general, but uh, we can talk about a bunch. So how do you want to get it started? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, do you want to do questions? Yeah, we can do that. Because we have that. And then uh, we have our top five lists of video games to go back and forth with. Lots of music to talk about. And I want to tell a special Waffle House story. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, from there, we'll just go off the cuff, man. <laughs> okay. It's, you know, that's just how we do it. Yeah. Great. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like, you know, the wild host. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like you never what know what's about to happen. The wild host. You never know what's about to happen. It could get crazy in here. Pretty sure most people know pretty much what to expect by now. All of a sudden, the door could kick down, and could come the Kool-Aid man, and all of a sudden, a bucket of slime could drop on your head. Why are you, like, mixing up (laughs) advertising with Nickelodeon shows from, like, well... Because I kind of miss the old Nickelodeon shows where, like, everything was, like, super sloppy double dare. Yeah. I mean, I guess I miss those to an extent. I'm but somewhat surprised they haven't brought back like a remake of Finders Keepers and Double Dare and stuff. I'm sure they will. And like Wild and Crazy Kids, like all those shows from back in that They're era. Do, they have that that channel that's coming out that's playing. That's gonna. That's all they're gonna play is stuff like that. Like old Nickelodeon, like game shows mm-hmm. and stuff, and cartoons and all that. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it just a, an offshoot of Nickelodeon? Yeah. I would watch some of that. I don't know. Actually, now that I say that, if I actually went back and watched that, it probably does not. Oh no, I'm sure all. it's fucking terrible. I, like, I think we've talked about it on here. I tried to watch the first season of Saved by the Bell. Oh, it's like bad. a year or two ago. I yeah. couldn't even get through an episode. You know what was funny is uh, speaking of Saved by the Bell is like I keep like um, like on Facebook Messenger and stuff how you send each other like GIF images and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I found one the other day of like from Saved by the Bell and it's from an episode where they're like. I was just trying to tell somebody they were stupid, so I just looked up stupid or whatever. Right. And there's like, it's like, uh, it's Slater and Zach Morris, and they're like looking at somebody that's off camera, and they go, duh. But they do the thing with their hand, like where they put it to their chest, like, like duh, like they're retarded. Like a mentally handicapped, like mentally handicapped person. person. That's And I was just like, up. I was like, holy shit, like that was acceptable at one point on like, like morning television that's for children. Crazy. They were Donald Trump and before Trump. Yeah, well, what's weird about it is like it wasn't it was a newer like a newer a more recent episode because it right. was like where they were clearly like in their twenties still right. in high school <laughs> playing those kids, so they were doing that. So it had to be like mid to late nineties at that point. That's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Like that was? Oh, well, who knows? Even when it comes to like racial and sexual and misogynistic type stuff, if you look back at some of those like ninety shows, it's crazy what just no one cared about or at least didn't talk about at the time. Yeah. But then again, 
Saved by the Bell was a fountain of youth because Slater and Zach Morris have not aged one day. No. Since that no. show aired. <laughs> Cannot say the same for Lisa Turtle. Lisa however. Turtle is a mess, Ooh, unfortunately. Boy, she looks terrible. She really does. She but. looks like if Lil' Kim hadn't ch- turned white. <laughs> <laughs> Someone left Lil' Kim in the oven too long? Yeah. No, I mean, like, you know how Lil' Kim looks now? Like, where she looks yeah. like Bjork, kind of? like. That's kind of true. It's like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, but only, like, way worse. Yeah. Michael Jackson, was, at the end, was pretty creepy. He was, but he just looked like how, like, a person who was in, like, a casket for a long time would, like, decompose. <laughs> you know? That's true. Like, his skin was, like, you know, going away, and he was going to be a skeleton soon. Like, the... Lark Voorhees, who played Lisa Turtle, just looks terrifying. And Lil' Kim looks fucking terrifying. That's true. Who she else? Like Sammy Sosa when he did that and looks all crazy. Have you yeah. ever seen that? Yeah. Who else? I'm trying to think from the cast. Uh, Mr. Belding gained a lot of weight. Yeah, but he still looks almost the same, the same kind Kelly of like Kapowski, you can tell. Her name? She's, she's Tiffany still, Amber Thiessen. She looks fine. She's still good looking. Um, Elizabeth Berkeley that played uh, Jesse looks all right. Like, Is it funny that I know more of their Save by the Bell names? They're almost like Jesse Spano. Yeah. Kelly Kapowski. Who it's else? not surprising since you will literally list off all the characters in Archie for no reason. I don't do that often. You do it for no reason, like all the time. Not no reason. What's the reason then? To make sure I'm keeping up with my Archie trivia. Why do you have to tell me about it then? I don't, there's an app actually um, for Archie trivia. And you know, like if you click on an app, it'll tell you how many downloads it has. Like it'll be like five million, one million, hundred thousand. There's an Archie trivia app because I just looked up Archie under games on the phone, and it's like less than a thousand downloads. They're all you. <laughs> They're all you, like on your different phones that you've owned, and then like probably three a few other devices. guys. I'm good at it. You probably it's probably your app. I I don't know how to make an app, otherwise it could be. I commissioned someone to yeah, make exactly. a trivia app where Wouldn't I already know all the answers, so there's no point. Would not and I never advertise me. it either, nor try to sell it or anything. It's just for me, yeah. even though I know every single answer. Yeah, I don't know. But I send you messages on Facebook, and you don't even ever appreciate them. You send me messages on every form of uh, communication that well, you can... Well, I'm sorry, I talk to my friend. Yeah, but that doesn't like the way you talk to me isn't the way I want to be talked to. Not that's mm. the way that anybody wants to be talked to. Not that's not necessarily true. I'm sure there's a select group of people who want to be talked to the way you talk to me, but not Down many. Dirty. Did you want? To, did you want to start some questions or what? Yeah, but we weren't talking about that. You were just talking about how you like to message me. I'm done with that. And sexually harass me. I don't sexually harass you. You were literally at lunch a little bit ago, sexually harassing me at the table. No, the three of us were having a conversation about your limit. limit. About my limit? What does no. that mean? <laughs> I don't even... I worded that so bad. Like, um... You didn't word it at all because you stopped after one word where... Okay, well, obviously at lunch I was the odd man out, so... I'm just... What does that mean, too? <laughs> because... Are you used to hang out with a bunch of guys who like to just sit there and talk about how they want to fuck <laughs> no, each other? No, what I'm saying is anytime we talked about something, you just made me feel stupid, so I just... I mean, I know we're friends. I didn't but make you feel stupid. I told you I don't like being harassed. Then you that. would tell me about how I wasn't harassing not you. Not just that. I just mean anytime. We just had lunch for like an hour, hour and a half. We sat there and had a nice time. Yeah. You had some drinks. I had some soda. And yeah. We just had a nice talk. But then every time I'd try to talk about anything, you'd have to go some sort of Okay. Freak. Like what? So, like no, what? Let's do like, questions. No, let's go ahead and talk let's about it. Do, do you questions. want to talk about it? No. You want to talk don't. about going to your friend's house? 
That was a joke. It was not a joke. It was absolutely it was a joke. not a joke. What? Yes, it was. I. You're putting me in a real pickle here. I'm not putting you in a pickle. You're the one who. I, you're the one who brought it up. No. When? When we were in the car, you brought it up. Th- this thing. That was private conversation. That was you and I talking in the car. Yeah, and then when I said I'm going to bring it up later, you told me no, it's off limits. Even though I don't care about that. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. Well, people can write in about this if they want to. Okay. All right. Uh, so the question that was posed to me by somebody, by Ryan in the car, was, uh, "Haven't I ever gone when I was younger? Go to somebody's house, and uh, when my friend was busy, would get a pair of their sister's panties and then jack off into them." <laughs> now. Here's the thing. I then asked him, instead of going like, well, why would you do that? I was like, what would your friend be busy doing as a child? Then Ryan said, I don't know, maybe signing papers or something? <laughs> well, it's busy work. I don't know. You say child. I mean, we're not talking about seven-year-olds. You were talking about being like 12? What is a 12-year-old doing? Other than what? Don't even, don't. What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, but tell me about it. Like, so you did this a bunch or something? No. Yeah, okay. and then you said, I said, well, you would have it like, you said, oh, well, you just grab them. You say you're going to go to the bathroom. Then you would just go in their room and grab them and then go in the bathroom. But you would be gone for a while. Your pr- friend would probably be like, well, where'd my, where'd my friend go? I then guess. you said, oh, well, just ask if you can take a shower. <laughs> if you spent the night. Which never happened. I disagree with that. Is that that weird? Yes. If you're like spending the night or the weekend at your friend's house and you're younger, it'd be weird to take a shower. Not the weekend, but if you just spend the night one night. What if the night before you went out and like were playing sports or went to a football game or like a phone party? Like, I don't know. A phone party. Nowadays, that's what kids do, right? I don't know. I don't think any 12-year-olds are going to a phone party. Maybe like a 15, 16-year-old. I don't know. Like... What? I don't know. Why are you looking at me? I'm just saying. It's Explain. Not, you've never taken a shower at your friend's house? No, not really. I mean, not unless, no, because I'm an adult. I can just drive home. Well, yeah, but you not when you're a kid. No. The only time I've ever taken a shower at my friend's house is when I'm out of town staying with them. Right. Yeah, that's, but I'm still not well, grabbing their sister's panties and jacking off to them. I'm not either. I just proposed to you the question. Yeah, and I didn't do that, and then you got all weird about it. I didn't do it either. Yeah. What? You didn't do it. No. You didn't do it. Not often. Exactly. So you did do it. Not often. It doesn't matter if it's once or a bunch of times. You still did it. No. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, uh, I thought about it. Which is it? You didn't often do it or you thought about it? I didn't. Uh... <laughs> um... First of all, this isn't even the weirdest thing we've talked about you actually doing on this show. So you can probably say this and be safe saying it. Mm. The only repercussion you're going to have to come across is if someone you know listens to this and is like, did he do it at my house when we were kids? And had me up? <laughs> oh, he already knows. So why? Wait, he already knows that you said he didn't do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I might have done it. Okay, so what was the excuse you made? I don't remember. I don't think I took a shower. That would be kind of weird. Right. You don't take showers no, at your yeah. friend's house. No, no. Not often. Actually, 
Actually, you know what? Even if you're there for the weekend, you didn't take showers at your friend's house because when you were like a kid like that, it was real That's weird true. to ask. And yeah. Like, and you didn't care when you're younger. It's not like you're trying to impress anybody. No. And there might have been a nanny cam in there. You don't want somebody seeing you. A nanny cam in the bathroom of like a 13-year-old? Mm-hmm. They put them in the shower heads now, you know. For what purpose? To film people taking showers. There's no non-perverted way to look at that. They well, they're thinking like, what if somebody breaks in, and takes a shower in my house? <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't even make sense. Like, I would like for a real, like, not from you, but from anybody who's ever done that. Like, I would love to see someone get caught with putting a nanny cam in the shower head and then try to explain it in a non-creepy way. You're done before you even start. What would you possibly say? That someone might break in. Like, I wanted to make sure that. They didn't slip in the shower in case they did. I have this live feed so I can run in yeah. there and help them. Well, it's like how I have that uh, camera in my toilet because I like to make sure, like, the people are healthy down there. What? You know? No. I, I don't yeah, know like, if they're, all. like, going to the bathroom, like, everything's, like, fine. Because if it's not, then, like, I can tell them, like, oh, well, this, this, you might want to go get this checked out. That's No, that's not okay. It's a health concern. That's weirder than me masturbating in underwear. No, I don't think so. I'm sure you don't, but I'm just saying, what would like what would an excuse really be to put a camera in a shower head? Oh, I mean, well, there's nothing. What would you no, say? No, I mean, clearly it's just because you want to jack You're off the people right? taking a shower. Yeah, there's no possible way. Oh man, people, I want, is that a real thing? Have you seen that happen? I'm sure. I'm sure. What, like the camera in a shower? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, where, where you get something like that? I imagine online. Sharper image, probably something like that. Yeah, why does Sharper Image sell like weird shit like they that? They do. Sometimes? Have you noticed that? Yeah. You go to like Sharper Image is only like in the nice mall in your city. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you live in like any decent sized city, you have like the shitty malls and the nice mall. Yeah. Ours is Kenwood. Yeah. Kenwood is like the rich people mall around here. Until like four or five years ago, they wouldn't even let a hot topic be in the mall. Right. Because they were like, we don't want that kind of crowd, which is hilarious because it's just a bunch of moms and dads, yeah. some of their kids mainly. Like, when we were at a Hot Topic and we're like, oh, that ruffian young crowd yeah, on no, the Hot no, Topic. But like, Kim, what is the rich people around here, I guess? And I guess Florence has kind of updated itself, but yeah, same idea. But regardless, my point being, Kim, what is like uh, any more like that as a sharper image? And you go in there and they just have the weirdest shit, man. Like, I was walking by like a month or two ago mm. and the guy was outside that worked there playing with this sand. And I was just like, what is going on with that? So I walked over there and looked, and it's like a sand that's fake, so you can sculpt stuff out of it, because it always feels like slightly wet sand, but it doesn't stick to you at all. Uh, it's the weirdest thing. So it's like in this box. You can make like a little sand castle or like squares or circles and shape it, yeah. but it doesn't stick to you at all or like get anywhere. Right. Well, that's why would you even want it? And then you go in there other than that, and they have like massage chairs and little hidden cameras. Yeah. And RC cars. <laughs> what the weirdest is like, um, they had like that hidden camera or not hidden camera. They had that um, massage chair that like, they like the ones that were like the ones that had like the back thing. That's fine, whatever. Yeah. But they had one that like had like a thing on the bot on the seat, that like massage like like your your butt or whatever I guess. Right. But like, it was clearly not for that purpose <laughs> like it was for fucking weird dudes to own right. and be like hey why don't you sit down over there you know? <laughs> have a seat on my chair yeah. you well, like it and what was we- the weirdest part about it was i remember specifically what i thought was creepy about it was like because it did that but like i guess fine maybe you need that but it had a remote control that was like separate like it wasn't connected to it 
Because you know how they have the ones that are like the cord and it's on there. Oh, that's creepy. That. So you yeah, have somebody sit there yeah, across you, the room. That's and what I'm saying. Is like, what it does. You know, like, he, like he has like his girl over and he's like, hey, why don't you sit out over there? And he's like, oops. You're like, Ugh. Could you turn that off? Oh, uh, uh, hold on. Why well, don't I turn it up? <laughs> you know, like. You look like more of an eight. Yeah. Oh. It's only at a six. Um, when I was younger, I wanted more like, not one of those, but one of the normal massage chairs. Like to sit there and play video games and stuff until I thought about it and realized how much it would probably be miserable. Well, I think yeah, it'd be nice uh, like well, a few minutes. Yeah, because like, why would you want that the on while you're playing? Aren't that comfortable. No, it's the same thing as like whenever somebody's like, like you get in someone's car and they're like, oh, I have heated seats, and it's like great, but that's only okay for like a minute, and then after yeah. that you're just really like sweaty and heated gross. Seats, as soon as you turn them on within five minutes, you yeah, gotta turn you're it just down. like no thanks, I don't, I don't need it. That's like, cold much. seats, I understand, almost more than heated seats. Yeah, because especially if you have leather and mm. somewhere it gets hot, that's the worst thing in the world. Right. I used to have a car that had black leather, and if it was, like, 100 degrees outside... Oh, yeah. Because it gets really humid around here, you would sit down and, like, jump up out of the car. Yeah, that... I. Ugh. But, yeah, the cold seats makes more sense. Like, heated seats, like, during the wintertime don't even make that much sense because you already have the heat on in the car... And your bo- your your body heat's going to warm the seat. That's true. Anyway, so well, heated seats are just like it makes you feel like you peed yourself. Yeah, literally. That's all it is. So I used to have them too, and I didn't even use them. Some people that rode with me would like it, and I, I you know I, luckily you can control it on each side. I don't think I ever turned mine on. I no my my mom has heated seats and she loves them, but she's also like almost seventy, so I feel like yeah. you just get cold, you know. Yeah, got the brittle bones. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You know, she takes medicine for that, so maybe they're not that bad. Her bones. Huh. What? I don't know. No, she actually does take medicine oh, really? for that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't being weird. It's called milk, man. That's the body good. Yeah, I mean, it's not milk, though. It's like an actual pill. No, it's just milk pill. Oh. It's just a pill full <laughs> a of milk old pill. milk. Oh. It, like, dissolves just into some old crummy yeah. milk in your stomach. It just, yeah, it makes you, like, really sick, but, like, <laughs> they're like, oh, no, but it helps your bones. Like, it's, it's got fine. milk. <laughs> Calcium. All right, let's do some questions. Um, this guy wrote us like a whole long thing. I guess it's to you. I don't really know. Um, so he said, I've had a tough... This is anonymous, by the way, but then at the end he kind of says his name. I've had a tough life, but your podcast has brought much joy to it. Growing up, I never got to know my dad. When I was a child, he was arrested in jail for sexually assaulting a minor. Things got even stranger on my 18th birthday when my mom revealed that this man was not that this man was not my biological father. Wow. Mom claimed that prior to my birth, they hadn't had sexual intercourse in years. The only time they had ever been intimate was on June 26, 1992, when he agreed he agreed to give her oral pleasure. Mom never cheated on her husband and couldn't understand how I was born. When someone turned me on to the big snackers, it all made sense. My name is Randy Callahan Jr. Oh, it's for me. And Justin, I believe you are my father. After you, after Randy, after Randy Senior blew you that day, he transported your semen through the oral sex he gave my mother. Nine months later, I was born. I can't wait to meet my real dad, and we'll be traveling to seven seven two two Reseda Boulevard so that we can catch up on lost time. I look forward to all the father-son activities, like you teaching me how to shave in front of the sink at Denny's men's room, and the Marco Polo games we'll play in your pool. There's also well. the 21 years of unpaid child support, which I anticipate be collecting from you, your son, Randy Callahan Jr. Um, well, the at thing first is, I thought that was a serious message. Yeah. I was like, this is real deep, man. Like, this is really kind of fucked up. And then I felt bad. <clears> and then 
I love it now because I think that might be your son. Well, no, the problem is, is like, and I, I hate to say this to him because, like, I don't want to, like, upset him because he, like, you know, he feel like he's, he thinks he's having, like, a real breakthrough or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't get my first blowjob from a man or anybody until, like, at least 94. So 92 doesn't work out. I mean, well, I'm happy to hang out with you and provide you with, like, you know. Also, why is, why is the last name Callahan? Well, because uh, he's not, like, he, that's oh, his mom. You right, know. okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm sorry, but, like, I mean, I'll teach you how to shave if you I want. I can absolutely see you teaching or I'll shave to you. shave at Denny's. Yeah, I'll shave him. Or shaving him in the stall. Yeah, I can. Or playing some Marco Polo. Yeah, I'll play a little. You like Marco Polo? Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. That's a boring game. Mm. Yeah, no, but like, like really, like, isn't Marco Polo the shittiest pool game? Yeah, but I like it. Okay, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. You don't about. have to play it in the pool. Where else would you play Marco Polo? Well, literally, you could play it anywhere you wanted to, really. But wait, like, where, like, would you go down a basement with some people and play Marco Polo? <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Would I? <laughs> okay, I don't mean, like, naked, blindfolded Marco Polo. Who said that? Me. Well, it's fine. But what I'm trying to say, is it kind of like, you know, when you're younger, if you have a church youth group? Yeah, I do. Like you have like I do have one. On the- <laughs> I'm not younger, but I have one. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Like when you're younger, you have the church youth group. Uh-huh. You have like a weekend thing where like yeah, you go. We've had a few. You have a lock-in. Uh-huh. And you go like and have Nerf wars. Like and where stuff, do you like and dodgeball like, and stay what, all night? What do you like? Where do you consider a good place for a lock-in though? Because I've been. Because the last I don't know if I, I don't well the last to... couple times like people complained. Go on. I'm just saying like who, what, who complained. Well, the parents of the youth group that I have. Well, you're not a pastor. In a manner of speaking, I am. No, you're just not a pastor. And where did you find the, the youth well, I lead group? children around. Okay, where did you have the last lock-in? Uh, this meatpacking plant downtown? <laughs> okay. That I mean, it's abandoned now. It's not like, you know, whatever. So you had a it's not my fault in. that kid got tetanus and the other one fell so in You had that a lock-in with a youth group. It's not really yours that you apprehended from some pastor at a meet. No, it's my youth group. But okay, a youth group is a part of a church. Like, what is this a part of? Where does it stand? Yeah, it's from? church. What church? Just the one around. <laughs> is that you put up like advertisements? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I got this youth group from this church that's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it's nice of you to, I guess. Do yeah, some the Crossroads chair- Church down the street, the mega church, you know. Yeah, you'd be like if you stand in the parking lot long enough, you'd be surprised how many people you can round up. I don't know if I would be surprised actually, but my point being, I guess it's nice of you to do the charity work. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what does I, it mean? Yeah, I I don't know. But anyways, did you ever did you ever go to any of those lock-ins or at, like your school or anything? I just told you, I just went to one. No, I meant like when you were. Well, I just I'm asking for advice. Like, where are you supposed to like do this? Well, usually you do it at the church here, part yeah. of. No, you don't. Yeah, like they you do. do it different places. Not really. Like the YMCA and stuff. No, I mean I always just did it at the church. Well, I mean then I guess I shouldn't have locked all those kids in that YMCA. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe not. But I'm just saying I had a few. I'm like, you oh know, well, you're not supposed to go to the homeless shelter now. You can go there. I just you don't have a lock in at a homeless shelter. Yeah, I locked them in there with them. <laughs> with who? The homeless. The homeless people. people. Oh, just to like get them to bond. Well, I thought it would be good uh, life experience for. Let's them. go to the next question. I don't really. I feel like you're incriminating it's yourself. It's not my fault. I look, I made them sign a waiver, and those parents got all mad because I couldn't find some of their kids. That'll happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. They signed the waiver. They can't get mad at me. Usually if you sign a waiver at a lock-in for youth group, it's like you're fearing the worst might be that a kid like might break a thumb playing kickball, not get lost in a meatpacking Well, plant. they shouldn't have let him get in the van. 
you're right. You're right, but maybe you shouldn't be having these lock-ins at all. I don't think you're really suited. Well, look, I maybe I misunderstand what a lock-in is. I think so. <laughs> I definitely think that's safe to say. Um, a typical, well, where's a good place to lock children a in? A typical... No, that's not what a lock-in's supposed to be. Why? Technically, okay, a lock-in would be like, you know, at my church youth group, me and all the kids in my youth group, the pastor would take us, like, on a Friday night, you would go at, like, 6 p.m., you'd, like, go to the church, and they lock the doors... Until like 6 a.m. So you get pizza, watch movies, play like hide and go seek tag throughout the church and stuff. Just spend the night there. And your parents pick you up early the next morning. Hmm. Yeah. Who's in there with you? Like the pastor, maybe one or two other adults use like a volunteer to watch kids. Okay. Who did you bring? <laughs> just this guy in a mask. <laughs> okay. That. What kind of a mask? There's like... Um, like, you know, uh, like it was kind of like the mask from like Scream. Okay. But it wasn't quite. In what way? Well, it had a tongue, but it was a dildo tongue. <laughs> I think you do misunderstand lock-in. I took a bunch of kids and I locked them in a place. Yeah, this sounds more like you're having... And a, I got to play Marco Polo with like a guy a in a scream party. mask. Sounds like you're having a sex party. No, I wasn't... No, there's no... I mean, not on my part, anyway. What in the fuck did you just do? Ew, Ryan. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was like the fucking grossest thing I've ever seen you do. And that should say something after all the fucking things that I've talked about on here. Did you see that? Oh, God. He literally, this is what he did. This is what he, first of all, you guys have to understand. Ryan has what might be considered the worst beard ever created on a human being right now. Fact. And he literally just did this. It's not even like thick enough to like really put your hands through or anything like that. It's just kind of like patchy and weird. Um, Don't worry, I was Snapchatting the whole time. Oh, good. Ugh. Well, hopefully you caught what he did. I did. He just like <laughs> he like reached up and he, and he I was talking. And then he scratched under his chin, and then he put his hands up and started sniffing them. What could possibly be happening uh, less than three inches from your nose that you can't smell without scratching it and then sniffing your own hand? I was just curious. Curious about what? You don't ever just scratch or touch something and just... I absolutely do not. Okay, well, you're weird. What? Who would do... Well, I can't see or read that. It's just, I, you guys are being judgmental. Let's go to the next question. I'm just not even in the mood now. In the mood for what? <laughs> this is whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, please dance. <laughs> please dance. I'm gonna smell your fucking hands after that too. You look like a Times New Roman in. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I mean, we really didn't have a whole lot of new stuff. Oh, we have an episode. We need to record more than um. Uh, let's see here. This guy, uh, we we did have somebody write in like their top albums of the year. Let's, let's do it. Let's hear. Them. Uh, let's see. Then also, if people listening now that we're actually <clears> back and we'll be back in our weekly schedule, I think we had more than send that. in your top albums of two twenty fifteen and games. Movies, you know, whatever. Because we're going to talk about it all in the next few episodes. We'll start today, and then I mean, we had a couple of. 
Yeah, we can talk about the year stuff in this because I don't know. It's time. Um, <clears throat> top, this guy said, uh, "I am not a punk." Said my top albums of the year: uh, "Songs These Are Us" by Mixtapes. Why don't you quit sucking on Ryan's fucking? Maybe he just likes some songs. I don't think so. I can't imagine. I think so. I don't think sucking up to me would get you anything. <laughs> well. Not get me something. Uh, back on top by the front bottoms. Mm-hmm. Leaving La Vida Loca by Antartigo. Vespucci. Nonstop feeling by Turnstile. Joy departed by Sorority Noise. Peripheral vision by Turnover. Everybody is going to heaven by Citizen Shame. I'm sorry. Wait. By Citizen. Then Shame by Pedal Heavy. Uh, Pedal Heavy Love. Love by Man Overboard. I don't know. He didn't punctuate any of this. So it's oh, really pedal hard. Pedal is the band, yeah. And then Heavy Love by Man and Overboard. Pedal, and then Heavy Love by Man Overboard. Rock songs by Yeehaw. <laughs> Live from the dentist office by Injury Reserve. No Closer to Heaven by The Wonder Years. Self-titled by The Story So Far. And then Around Around the World and Back by State Champs. You know what album I did really like that surprised me was Prevision by Turnover. It's a good record. Man, listen to it. It, it surprised me. But what is it? What is it? Um, it's just kind of like an indie rock record with like, I hate saying noodly guitar because I feel like that's so overused yeah, it now. Sounds, I mean, you say it. Sounds like something I wouldn't like. I don't think, <laughs> see, me too. But when I say that, I feel like it brings up an image in anyone, including my own mind, that isn't really accurate. Yeah. It's catchy. It's laid yeah. back. You should have to check it out. Yeah, it's a good record. Uh, then he wrote in, he said, top EPs of the year. Uh, well, just jabber by jabber, adolescence by Nar Wolves, demo 2015 by Free, the perfect cast by Modern Baseball, self-titled by No Thanks, uh, top mixtapes of the year, little me, little me by Wiki, uh, Wiki, and then Surf by Donnie Trump and the Social Experiment. But can you call that a mixtape? I think technically because it's free and the way they put it out, yeah. I mean it's considered. Nowadays, a lot of rappers, especially like Chance, are kind of on the front wave of almost like Acid Rap's a mixtape. But to me, speaking of the microphone, Acid Rap was a mixtape, but it's really just a record. But it is a mixtape. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. The line is becoming more blurred. And he said, "72 Hours" by Massive Nights, then "OK" oh. by Cool AD, and then he had honorable mentions: "Last Forever" by West Coast, "New Alhambra" by Elvis Presley. <laughs> Fly Exam by Jay Givens, Math the Band, wait, Math the Band, the Band, the Album by Math the Band, and then Good AM by uh, Mac Miller. You, sir, have listened to way more music than me this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good list, but man, yeah. like... There's a lot on there. Justin and I were talking at lunch, it's like, and Jerry and I were talking last night, it's like, not because I think it's like I'm cool or like, you know, out of touch, I just didn't listen to, I think, a lot of new music this year. I feel like I did, but it was all stuff know. that came out before that I just hadn't heard. Right. like that. Because it's funny because we'll get to the video game list in a little bit. When I made my top five video game list of the year, it was easy. I was even thinking some movies and stuff. When it got to music, I just had like a really horrible time trying to make a good list. I still don't really have one, honestly. I, I haven't even done it yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, just I don't. saw that that Blackstone Terry album came out, so I think that's yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, once you see right? that, <laughs> you got to go back and kind of readjust appropriately. Yeah, yeah. It's understandable, but... Um, and what was that guy's name? Charlie Poole or whatever the fuck? Puth? Puth. Charlie Puth. Featuring Tyga. Does anyone respect Tyga? 
Yeah, I just told you I do. Like, but like, is there a person who's just like excited for the new Tyga? No, absolutely album not. Is he no, even no. going to make a thing? Like, I'm sure. What he does he do at this point other than you know violate the law with children? He had an album this year. Did he? The gold album, or whatever. Remember? Oh I sent yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sent you some sites. It was really, really bad. bad. Yeah. Is it as bad as New Kid Cudi? Only time will tell. The New Kid Cudi is one of the most atrocious things I've ever heard. It's really fucking terrible. And I know that sounds like a grand gesture, like, oh, it can't be that bad. But if you don't listen to the New Kid Cudi, it's I, terrible. I used to really like Kid Cudi. Yeah. And I did. I mean, man yeah, moon, I did. But his old mixtapes, Man on the Moon, I liked a lot. Man on the Moon 2 was okay. After that, I didn't like him as much. But now, yeah, I feel like that he he him and Lupe Fiasco came out at about the same time, and they both kind of did. But I like I like Lupe more than I like Kit Cudi though, because at least he still raps on his album. As a career traje- tra- trajectory, I like Lupe Fiasco more, but mm. I like old Kid Cudi better than anything. No, I yeah. Lupe Fiasco has done, but that new Kid Cudi it sounds like a joke. Yeah, it sounds really so like, fucking bad. I guess it's kind of supposed to be like a rock, experimental rock album. Yeah. There's not like a hook on it. There's not, I don't know what it is. It sounds like he took like loops off of like GarageBand or Acid of guitar and drums. Yeah. just like freestyle talked over. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Like I just. It's really, it sounds like something, but I can't put my finger on it. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's bad. Whatever yeah. it is, is bad. It's It's very bad. Um, shower X beers said you're dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is true. That's the greatest haunted house of all time. Yeah. Um, we didn't eat all the fries. You better eat all the fries. I can't. I guess I'm gonna die then. You're dead, dude. Um, Mountain Man said thanks for talking about Life is Strange. It was on sale for Xbox Live. Played the first episode and loved it. Keep on discussing under the radar games. I'll have to find a way to check out Firewatch. You dudes rule. Let's have passionate sex with the lights on. I will not. Just lights off only, please. Thank Why? You. I just don't like having you the lights on. You like to look on. into the eyes? I just never have been a person who liked having the lights on. <laughs> what the fuck That's is that? You sound, like the, I don't know. you sound that, like the pinky demon from Doom. That, that noise wasn't supposed to come out of me when I did that at you. I kind of looked at Justin and did like Yeah, a, I would say most noises that you make did, today aren't supposed to come out of what you. What did I do? Like It was kind of like you call it like a... Like a growl. You're supposed to be doing like a sexy and I, growl. And I did like a claw at Justin, you know, like my hand. I was like, rawr. <laughs> but, oh, um, fucking God. No, that, I'm glad. Now I remember why we don't do this show anymore. That's not true. <laughs> you like it. Uh, but no, you're right. Um, it's cool because I think we we fortunately turned a lot of people on to Life is Strange. And that we'll get to that in a little bit when we talk about games this year, but... I mean, I would love to be able to find more games. I guess, I mean, not like that, but under the radar. I think Firewatch will be the next game that's kind of under the radar in that type of way because that comes out February 8th, I think. What does? What? Firewatch? I think. Because we're going to have Campo Santo on here. I talked to him last week, actually, finally. So. I don't know when it comes out. I, I mean, I thought 8th. it was February, but I don't remember. I think it's February 8th. Um, One week after my birthday. Uh, so I guess we, we had at some point asked people for like their favorite songs. Like ever? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I guess did so. We? I don't know. I guess we did. Either way. <laughs> this Left Avenue Cherry Blossom said, I'm an episode late on this, but I don't care. We don't care either because we don't know what Left you're talking Avenue about. Left Avenue Cherry Blossom sounds like it'd be a Wallflower song. Kind of does. Either that or a Jets Brazil song. Yeah, two. I can see that too. Um, my favorite genre is melodic punk slash pop punk, the fat records type, not the newfound glory type. I actually gave a lot of thought to this. My top five songs are, in no particular order, uh, Banner Pilot, Dead Tracks. It's a good song. That's a great song. Dillinger 4, Mosh for Jesus. Another great, good song. Great song. The Urgs, Pray for Rain, my favorite Urgs song. <laughs> yeah, that's... The Dopamines, Dan Teets, Runs a Marathon. It's a good, it's a good a song. Uh, and The Loved Ones, Jane, which I like. <laughs> that's and a perfect song. They said, this band is criminally underappreciated. I think Keep Your Heart is one of the greatest pop punk albums ever. Uh, I mean, it's I think, to me more melodic than it is pop punk, but I love that album like a lot. So. I think the problem they kind of did was a "Keep Your Heart" is a great record, and the EP before it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think the problem they did was a their follow up record was way different. Yeah, and I like it. I it's a good record. They they are part of that era of uh, Fat Records where bands would make like a super good album and then follow it up with a not so but good album. But then Dave album. House also stole my tuner, so fuck him. Yeah. He's fuck a, him. He's fuck a that piece record. of shit. He is. <laughs> he's an asshole. Uh, that being said, that record is really good. It is. It is a really good record. Um, I listened to Keep Your Heart a shit ton when it came out. Yeah. Well, they, they were in the same boat as like... Um, Smoker Fire. Yeah, Smoker Fire. That first Smoker Fire record was yeah. badass. Uh, Dead to Me. Um, first Dead to Me was badass. Yeah. A lot of people love even the Dead, me, Dead to Me after that. Yeah, but no, much. here's the thing, though, is they love it now, but when it came out, everyone shit on that fucking Cuban album. Cuban Ballerina, I hated it when yeah. it came out. It was not, Wait, was that? That was the first one. No, I love that. Yeah. The, the second, second one was like Elephants or whatever, African Elephants. I did not like it at no. all. But I, the newer one, Penny Annie, uh, Moscow Penny Annie, was really good. So. And then that Toy Guitar album is great. Yeah, that's really good, too. But... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just think... I think the second Little Ones album's pretty good. It's just not... Yeah, I don't know. It is... It's weird. But that's a great list. Mm-hmm. That's probably yeah, my favorite Erg song, and I'm sure a lot of people... Yeah. I mean, it's either that or uh, books about Miles Davis. That's my second... Like, those are the two. You know. Those two songs are basically perfect. Um, but. It's not Bike Shop? You don't like... <laughs> or uh, Vampires of Brooklyn or whatever that song's called. Fuck you, Ergs. <laughs> Why did they? I like. I always like. I like all the guys in that band, but like, and I know this is like mean to say, but I always thought Jeff's songs were kind of weak. Like, I was gonna say I don't even care. I mean, I like the guys in that band too, but any song that's not Mikey's, I don't care about. I like some. That much. Of, I like some of Jeff's songs. Like a lot of people like Black Wine, and I don't like. I like it, that song, but I don't know, man. I think uh, I'm excited because Mikey's recording his new solo album right now, and I assume it's gonna sound just like an Ergs record. What is it? When? How is he even gonna fit it in? He's he's right now. He already all that's left his vocals. He's starting today, I think, on vocals. How he doesn't do any? He's always gone and like no, playing home, him, fifty thousand shows a day. No, he's uh, been recording the last like two or three weeks, and he uh, they have all the music done, starting vocals. I think today, but it's uh like the first proper thing he's done with like his songs and like a full band. Yeah, so, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. It'll be a good record. It's something I look forward to in the next year. I like the Ergs because even if you don't love the Ergs or either way, I think the Ergs played a style of pop punk, I guess, that just kind of different. I mean, I get that it's very distinguished in a lot of ways, but like if you go to the climate of like what people consider, like that guy said, you have like your 
Fat Records, Melodic Punk, your old pop punk like Screeching Weasel, Queers, or your new like Blink, Newfound Glory, or your new, new state champs like Real Friends. The Urgs don't fit into any of those. Really? No. Because they get lumped in that Screeching Weasel scene, but yeah. musically it doesn't even make sense. I mean, I guess that would, that's where I would put them. But, I mean, they're so different. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't think that they really have any like, I mean, they're definitely like punk as a genre, I guess, but they're sure. not. They kind of defy that. Yeah, I agree with that. They're the outcast of punk rock. Um, you know, like the rap group outcast. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. outcast. UGK. <laughs> rap a lot. Are we just gonna name? Oh, that's gonna say. We're just gonna name a bunch of Goody Mob. Yeah. So name <laughs> <them all. laughs> but, um, well, that's a great list of songs. Yeah. Uh, Code Bro, Code Bro reviews said top five tearjerker jams. Okay. Uh, Chuck Reagan, Geraldine. I don't uh, know that one. Front Bottoms, Lone Star. That's a good song. Langhorn Slim, Song for Sid. Uh, Frank Turner, Long Live the Queen. And The Wonder Years, Dismantling Summer. That's a great song. The Can I... You know something weird? Well, hold on. Let me finish. Oh, <laughs> the top three have legit made me tear up at pub in public at shows. The first time I saw Frank Turner, I didn't know who he was. And that song had me crying in the bar. And that Wonder Years song got me through a tough time when my son was born. So when they play nice. it live, I quietly tear up. Ha ha, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Sounds like me trying to express my emotions. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what's weird? And it's not for any reason. Like, it's not on purpose. Mm. I haven't avoided it, but I haven't seeked it out. Mm. I only know, like, two Frank Turner songs. I just never listened to them. Well, he's, I mean, he's one of my favorite. Say, almost everyone like, I know whose taste would be pretty similar to mine loves a lot of Frank Turner. I feel like I probably would like it. And if I see like, interviews with him, he loves m most of the same bands I do, and he seems really funny. Yeah. So it's I don't know why I haven't listened to more Frank Turner. I just haven't. Yeah, I need to check yeah. out some more. Yeah, you should. It's really... It's one of those bands that's just like a lot of people love Chuck Reagan because of Hot Water Music, but I've really never listened to his solo stuff. I don't... I just... It's whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It, you know, I, I just... I mean, I like Hot Water Music, but I'm not like fucking nuts about him like everybody in the world. Same. And a lot of people think I'm crazy because I like... Avail a lot, but I don't care about Tim Barry solo stuff. I like both, but I mean, I, I like Avail more, but yeah, that's just because it's more like what I like. So, right. Um, control the Jism says, Hello there. <laughs> here's my here's my top five tracks from the punk scene. I haven't put it, them in order because I'm punk and don't believe in order or something. Okay. Restorations, uh, D, Menzingers, Good Things. Caves, I don't care, I don't care. Frank Turner, The Real Damage, Junior Battles, 17. Sport, Barcelona, 1992. I don't know if they're my all-time, but they're all I could think of at 3 in the morning. Also, there's six because I don't want to be racist, so put a French band on there. <laughs> Good day. You're so racist. <laughs> yeah, he's totally racist. You're absolutely a racist. But, but uh, he did say LGFG, Love Lawrence. Oh, well, thanks. I, I love Junior Battles. That's a band I like that I wish was more popular. I don't understand how they're not. I, they're, they have all the elements of being a band that should be like... They have two great records. Right. Um, they're different. Like, the second one's definitely a little different, but I think it's still really good. And I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I was going to say, is it because they're Canadian, but then you have, like, the weaker than some propaganda and stuff, and they don't have any problem no. being from Canada. You got Sum 41, man. Oh, my God. You ever heard like, Fat Lip, man? They got a song called Scum Fuck on their oh, last hell album. Hell, yeah. You ever heard Scum Fuck? Did that guy die? No, no, he's he's their new album's almost done. Oh, I thought he died. No. Nope. Oh, they let him back in the band? 
It's his band. What do you mean? Oh, I thought they kicked him out or whatever. No. Oh. No, it's his. He's got to record Scum Fucked Part 2. You think he'll die? I hope not. No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know him. I just don't really wish death on anybody that's, like, not a horrible person. I feel like he should. <laughs> Why? No, it just seems like he deserves it. I don't know if he deserves it. Mm. He wrote Scum Fuck. That's true. S-K-U-M. For that alone. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Off the last Sum 41 album, Screaming Bloody Murder. I don't even know why I know that. I don't know either, because I didn't even know they had an album. It was very bad. Ugh. <laughs> Here's my top five. This is OS2 Warp. Here's my top five punk songs, and I use the term loosely. This was actually we really hard. We obviously asked for a hard. top five yeah. song list or something. This was actually this. really hard for me to do. They're not in any specific order, and if you ask me next week, the list might be completely different. Uh, why are you bullshitting us? Nothing could kill the grimace by mixtapes. Then Thanks. he a- then um, he asks, "What's the story behind changing the name on that one?" By the way, "Set Ourselves Free" by The Wild. "Oh Are They" by Sprainerd. "Chorus of One" by Strike Anywhere, and "You Are Loved" by Defiance Ohio. And he said, "Yeah, Defiance Ohio is more folk punk, but they are great, and I'm putting them here anyway." Then he said. Also, the top speed of the tractor I drive most often is about 25 miles per hour, so it takes 15 to 20 minutes to drive the four miles to the <laughs> other place. It's probably our fastest tractor. The next fastest is about 22 miles per hour, and our slowest is around 15. I love the exactness of it. I know, that. me too. It's Interesting nice. is I'm not a huge Strike Anywhere fan, but that's my favorite Strike Anywhere song. That song's great. Mm, my favorite yeah. Strike Anywhere song is a cover of a No Use for a Name song. Yeah, so. that's good too. Um, the story behind the name change is originally when we had that song. I don't remember, man. It was like we, uh, I think it was originally just cassettes and in parentheses, nothing can kill the grimace. And then by various outlets or people doing artwork, some people called it cassettes and some people called it nothing can kill the grimace. It never ended up being the way it was supposed to be. So honestly, like, there's not really a better story. I think it was just confusion. Yeah, was- I like nothing can kill the grimace much better. You should have made up a better story because it was really boring. What happened was I had some secret documents. Mm-hmm. I don't have a good story. That's yeah, not my head. It's not a good story. That's bad. The story is it was supposed to be called cassettes and parentheses, nothing killed the grimace, and people messed up. Probably me. It's probably my fault. Cassettes is a normal song title. Nothing killed the grimace makes me happy. Um. Well, I remember we did ask this for people to write in songs they were surprised that they liked. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, one was Norma Jean, Memphis Will Be Laid to Waste. And then he says, I guess this guy decided to tell us why. I absolutely yeah. hated this band in high school, but eventually warmed up to them after they got a new singer. Now they're one of my favorites, and I'm seeing them on the Oh God, the Aftermath tour next month. I don't know when this was written, but I imagine that's well past. <laughs> Probably. But Funny how life works is what they said. Uh, yeah, I know Norma Jean, P- but you know, I couldn't tell you any of their songs. What's P-V-R-I-S? Pivris. Pivris. Paris, the band. Paris. Ugh, God. We were just talking about that. We saw on Spotify when we were trying to find bad songs this week. There's a band called, it's I'm sure called Mother. But it's Moth M-O-T-H-X-R. M-O-T-H-X-R. Can we stop this shit? Like Chiverches? Nope. Churches? Nope. The only way that's acceptable we were talking is if that band is actually supposed to be called Mothxer. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure they're not. It. If it's called Mothxer, I'm fine with it. So Paris, my house. I don't listen to a lot of pop music or Rise record stuff, but I enjoy this song, and the album is good. Uh, Corey Brandon, no hit wonders. He number two only replaced pop music with country music, but Corey Brandon's awesome and he's Corey very Brandon's funny. Um, Silverstein, Milestone. I listened to their new album after seeing them at Warped and surprisingly liked it. 
Anything by Murder by Death. I wrote this band off because of their name years ago and was stupid for doing that. Yeah, you were. Murder by Death definitely does not sound, I think, what anybody would think they would sound like. No, you'd think they were like a terrible like rock band, like almost southern rock band, and they're yeah. like not. Almost like a Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Like, yeah. Some sort of like. Right. And they, uh, I'm not into Murder by Death, but I, a lot of my friends like them. You like them, don't you? Yeah, I love Murder by Death, yeah. Uh, discussion about big rock bands last uh, on our last show. Remember we were talking about like people who could fill arenas the way that like yeah. And I, they said I think the only rock bands that can challenge you two in terms of popularity are the Foo Fighters, Muse, and Metallica. Muse, it even can. then, that's pushing it because Muse is a lot bigger than Europe than in the state. Well, I don't know about that because Muse is they, big. They sell out like every arena that I've seen them yeah. come to. I never think um, about that, but Muse is enormous. Metallica is still living off their legacy from the 80s and early 90s. Still, all three of these bands play the Verizon Center or FedEx Field when they come to town, and the show usually sells out. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely bands that can play those, but I'm but I'm talking, like, consistently over years. Like, I mean, like, really, like, maybe ACDC. Sure. But they don't go on tours often anymore. Maybe the Rolling Stones, they don't go on touring often anymore. Metallica. The people, yeah, Metallica. But the people who like literally are on tour like Okay, you have to tour once every 3 years. Mm, and sell arenas. And that's probably you too. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters probably. Yeah. But it like against you too? I don't know if I could Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. U two is just weird. Well, you just you also don't have a lot of like big like you just don't have a lot of bands that are like that. It's anymore. interesting because U two has this weird staying power. Because let's be honest, even for their fans, what was the last U two album people really got excited about? Even their fan base. Uh, I mean, well, no, in their fan base, any album they fucking well, put out, okay. they're fucking saying, crazy. The last thing about. they did was that thing where they scammed it on everyone's iPhones and everyone. Yeah, but the thing is, off. is people wrote that off, and that album's actually really good. Look, yeah, I like that album a lot. I like some old U2. Like, I'm not a hater like a lot of people. A lot of people just yeah, they're like oh, fucking bullshit. Bono's the biggest douchebag ever. Like, Maybe he it's is. It's like, yeah, that's fine. But also, you know every single word to I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So and don't act Joshua like... Joshua Tree is a great yeah, the Joshua Tree is a fantastic. <laughs> it's like, a, it, it might as well just be a hit machine, that it's fucking album. Record. Bono but, might be the biggest douchebag. That's quite possible. And the thing is, is I disagree with that because he was actually like... They did they do this podcast, like the guy from... Uh, Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang does this podcast called you talking you two to me and it was it was done as a joke and they right. were just going through the albums like ma- just not making fun but like because they, they genuinely love them and they actually like took two hours of their time as an entire band and sat down on that podcast and talked to them really? and made jokes and like all kinds That's of kinda shit. cool so like here's the thing i think once you become so fucking rich and famous that like like that it's ridiculous like it doesn't make any sense anymore how you can have that much money or power or whatever when you try and do nice things, they come off as misguided because everything you do is under a microscope. That's true. That is true. So, like, do I think Bono's an idiot to some extent? Yeah, but also I think he means well. Right. Do I think he's as bad as someone like Gwyneth Paltrow? No, because Gwyneth Paltrow means well, but everything she does is terrible. Like when she tried to live off food stamps for a week and couldn't make it three days or whatever okay, yeah, because she's become too fucking accustomed to being like that rich. Right. Like, or like how, you know, she has a website where she sells like affordable designer clothes, right. but she had a shirt on there that was just a white t shirt that was $3,000. Yeah, I don't think Bono's like out of touch with reality like a rock star like that. No. He doesn't strike me like that. Like, I feel like he's probably pretty down to earth. I just. 
Who knows? He's probably just eccentric, but he's probably somebody that would have the same personality if he was dirt poor. Yeah, probably. I don't think he's been affected by fame like a lot of people. No, I mean, I definitely think he has to an extent because you can't well, be... How can you not? You can't be in like what is con- probably... I mean, as far as consist- consistency for, what, almost 40 years now? You're one of the biggest bands in history. That's Yeah, if you're in a band that is literally... When the only bands that can challenge your legacy are like the Beatles. Yeah, pretty much. You're in a pretty crazy yeah, pretty spot. pretty much, yeah. Like, because if you've been touring consistently for almost 40 years and still putting out music that sells millions of copies every single time. Right. Eventually like, yeah, some of like, you're not going to be in touch with the same reality you were in. You like, couldn't be, it's not even your fault. But that's also an interesting thing about them is that like they took the time now when they wrote this album and they're writing like the follow up to it or whatever, cause it's supposed to be a companion thing or whatever. Right. That like they went back and like tried to like look at, how it was when they started and like what they've been through and everything. But most bands don't do that kind of self-examination ever. Right. If they have the opportunity to, because most bands don't last that long. That's true. That is true. But I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting thing. I guess it's something that, you know, you can, you can talk about whether or not they're self-aware or whatever in the fuck. But anyway, I, I mean, yeah, I don't think, I think a lot of people give Mono a bad rap. I don't know the dude, but yeah. it is true. Like you, like people literally assume for whatever reason he's like the biggest douchebag ever, and I just don't know why. Right. It's just because he's in the public eye and he just does things, and then he does things that are like, oh, he does a really nice thing, and then he does a thing like get his hat flown to him, right, on in first class for like you know what I mean why like not? right. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing: if you have Untold millions of dollars, endless amount of money, and you spend two thousand dollars to fly your hat somewhere. Like, uh. it's interesting to me though in our culture is if you really think about it. I mean, some people agree that it's douchey, but for the most part, people look at Bono like this horrible douchebag and monster, like you were saying. But then people look at bands like Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses, which did way more excessive, horrible things mm-hmm. and did probably harm people in the process. And they're looked at like these cool party animals, right? Who were probably like way worse people. Yeah. And way bigger douchebags about it. And I think that's just a part of, like, culture in general is that, like, you always, like, the people who are out there, like, doing whatever they want to do, like Motley right. Crue and shit, are more respected than someone who's, like, trying to do the right thing. <laughs> Motley Crue on the Girls, Girls, Girls tour had a guy that followed him on the whole tour in a Mercedes Benz with a license plate dealer. Yeah. That would bring them coke and also girls in his arms that he would make the peop- make the girls have sex with the band whenever they right. wanted. yeah. You imagine if Bono did right. something like that? Like, essentially, <laughs> like, like Motley Crue was essentially human trafficking at one they point. They absolutely really were. And people were just like, they were just partying, getting their dicks sucked, man, it's cool. And it's like, no. Like, one of the it's people terrible. in that band literally killed another human being yeah. from another <laughs> band, and nothing happened. Nothing. <laughs> like, because it was, it was like, a... Oh, you got to calm down. Yeah, and it's like, well, they didn't. So, no, not at all. Like, you know, uh, I don't know. But yeah, okay. <laughs> Somebody wrote in Taylor Swift came to Giant Stadium recently, played to 70,000. Plus, Kenny Chesney and Jason Aldean did similar numbers. 70,000 people crowds aren't uncommon for big USX. Yeah, but I don't even think Country's that's what different. we were necessarily talking about. We're talking th- about rock bands. Well, I think we were talking about in general, like what are some of like bands that have like the staying power to consistently do that. Well, or I thought we were talking about specifically rock bands too. Oh, maybe. I don't you're know. We're talking like. Katy Perry and like Taylor Swift and stuff. Well, yeah, and country. 
Yeah. I mean, country, like, there's shows at Riverbend, there's a big arena here. I feel like every month there's some huge country show that's sold out there. Yeah. I agree. I mean, Can that's you move the, that microphone closer to you so you can... That good? Am I in your ear? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, country stuff like that and pop stuff. I thought we were just talking rock bands because it seems more no, like... No, I don't even know what we were talking about. I, don't either. I thought it was rock bands. <laughs> but either way, yeah, country stuff like Jason Aldean and stuff like that. Of course, yeah, I mean, that stuff's enormous. And Taylor Swift, I think, could sell out any place she wanted right now. Yeah, but she has the self-awareness to say like she thinks people are sick of her. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't think so because it's pretty clear. Yeah, that, like, but to take a step back might be smart. You never know and come back. But yeah, I don't know. I just I don't, don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I mean, we're pretty much caught up on that stuff. I, I'm not. There's not a whole lot that like. I mean, there's nothing like newer that we need to get to. Right. Or anything. So. Let's do. Uh, let's do. What some... was that thing you were telling me about earlier? You said we had to listen to the Fetty Wap. Uh... Oh my gosh, man! Um, try to yeah, go to YouTube. Um, type in Fetty Wap kids version white kid. I don't know, man. We got you. Got to. I don't know what to find. You have to see this. Justin's never seen this. I don't know if people listening have. Is it this? I see some stupid kid. Yeah, I believe that's it. There was a remix with some parents that obviously were just rich, had this chubby white son, and they made him, not made him, but they uh, remixed Fetty Wap, Trap Queen, Queen with a kid's version, with this kid that you want to punch in the face, saying that, or like, if white privilege is a thing, or even as a white person, if you've ever, like, thought, like, oh, white people, like, I'm not usually like that, but this... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. We'll put this uh, on the blog so you can see it after you George this. Dalton is that kid's name. <laughs> Wait. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. You look pretty awesome as you came in the door. I just want to chill. Got some dough for us to roll. Mary took the money and introduced her to myself. Showed her how to whip and now she remakes him for low. She my trap queen, but we're in the condo. We be counting up, watching father men's go. We just set a gold up and match Lambos. Got 56 to grand, probably 100 grand. Oh my god, I want to hit that kid in the face. <laughs> Okay, now seriously, that kid's probably what, 13? With no remorse or feeling bad, I want to punch him in the mouth. Turn it off. <laughs> I can't. Why? I'm mesmerized. For people listening, you have to see this kid. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, sound. he's a little shithead. <laughs> he's a little shithead. God so, so damn he it. he didn't have, like, rich parents. Oh, he definitely, and yeah. And made this video for him. It's Snow, the, the informer. It's this kid. It is. It's Snow's son. And former. Oh, my um, God. That makes me... No, I mean that's like just a, I would smack seven shades of shit out of that fucking kid <laughs> and not feel fucking bad you have at to, all. You have to put a link to that on the blog. 
Oh my fucking but god! I hate that. Is it child. called Trap Queen still? Yeah, they call it like it's. It says it's the kids' bop version, but it is clearly not. No, it's, it's like, not. It's like this little kid that you just want to run over with a steamroller when you see him. Oh. And it, he's in this convertible with these sunglasses on and his curly blonde hair. Oh my god, that kid. <laughs> The sad part is, is like that kid's gonna be so much more successful than any of us. Probably already has. How many views does that have? I don't know. I don't want to know. I bet a lot. Nah, only one hundred thirty-two thousand. Oh, okay. It's not that bad, but um, I made that. I'm sure you did. I'm his manager. Cool. <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you. Guys. Cool, man. I started a new business venture. Great. Working with young artists. You know what? No. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, let's get to the Why top. did you wink after that? I didn't. Why did you wink after that? I did you, not. You said young artists. You're my young artist. No, I'm not. I'm older than you. Yeah, but you're young compared to some people. Yeah, compared to some people, I am and older than others. You're Can my you... young artist. Now paint it. Paint what? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> When we were at lunch, Ryan almost made me throw up. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry just flipped me off. Ugh, because he kept sticking his tongue out, like in this weird, like cup fashion, almost like telling me to put it there. Or yeah, whatever. I've never, for some reason, ever done it. I just did it at lunch today and realized. Oh that god, I can, I can so, stick my tongue out and make it look like a little bowl. There's so it's so foul looking too. I, I don't know what it is. If it's just your facial hair right now, or just your face right now, or something. Stop doing it. It's fucking gross. Like, literally. No. No. Let me. No. Put the head of your dick in the bowl. No. But (laughs) let's get into top five games. Okay. Of the year. I mean, I didn't write a list or anything, so it's just going to be boring. Think (laughs) of the top five in your head. I mean, I'd try to. I just can't. Like, I have a problem with remembering what came out this year and what didn't. Yeah. I wrote mine down. Okay, well you can go ahead. We got you do, do one, and then I'll do one. Yeah, yeah. I'll think well, of something. I was gonna say we uh, we'll do music next week because we got to think about it more. But we can talk games now. Yeah. But uh, for video games this year, my fifth favorite. I did. I made these one because they're similar enough that I don't care. Is I did Mario Maker and Yoshi's Woolly World. I get that that's cheating, but whatever. They're my Wii U games for the year. Mario Maker, I think, is awesome. And I also think they're just now starting to figure out all the possibilities that Mario Maker could have. And there's so much more you could probably do with it. And Yoshi's Woolly World, pretty much any platforming Mario-type game like that, I like. Well, I mean, Yoshi's Woolly World is just Kirby's yarn adventure, but... And I'm fine with <laughs> I know, it, because that's great. Yeah. And a lot of people... I thought Super Mario World 2 was awesome, Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Some people might not have, but I thought they were really fun, so... Groundbreaking, no, but Mario Maker, I think, is rad. And yeah, it's cool. Woolly World is a fun game, so yeah. that's my number five. Uh, uh, what did I just do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> my number five is probably... I'll say Fallout 4. Because, okay. I, I mean, I know you didn't like it that much, but... I like it. I just... Yeah, it's not <clears> my top five. I'm enjoying it, but it's it's probably... I feel like the Fallout games could use a little bit more, or at least, like, I just feel like they could use some more direction. Like, I could see that. Because, like, I feel like they lose you too much on the side quests and stuff. Like, because I, I have a problem with those, like, that's the problem with those games that I have is that I'll play them forever, but I'll, I'll feel like I didn't get anywhere. 
Because, like, I'll forget what I'm doing or, like, I won't remember that there's a storyline or, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. I think I'm having a lot of fun with Fallout. I like it. I just feel like, and this isn't the game's fault. I mean, mine, but I was so overhyped on it because it's been so long. Yeah. But it came out, and I was like, okay, this is fun, but it's kind of like playing 3 again. Same thing, kind of. But it's just kind of, it's fun. I don't know. Maybe it's just. I mean, I, I don't. They didn't really need a crafting system or the ability to build things because it doesn't because it feels disconnected from the game as a whole like yeah because you're you start doing that shit and like well first of all my favorite part about it is you go into it they don't give you any tutorial they don't tell you that you're supposed to be doing it then they don't tell you how to do it (laughs) like it's fine once you get used to it It only takes like two minutes to like look at it and be like okay well whatever but it would have been helpful if they were like, well, here's the thing. Like, every other fucking game is like, here's the thing you do. And, and then some people are making, like, badass home bases that are right. amazing. I just don't have the patience. Yeah, because it's like, not, and again, nothing against the game because it's really great. And they did a great job well, with it. it's your number five of the year, obviously. Right, like, but yeah. this is the thing is not everything has to be fucking Minecraft. Can we stop? Like, that is true, man. That or, man, if I get on Steam now, if I see one more survival game, yeah. I'm over Ugh. it, man. Stop. Stop crafting in every game and stop survival. Right. Like, every game now is like a zombie survival game where you can craft. Yeah. It's like, can you survive the night? And you have to actually eat and build a teepee. It's like, yeah, I absolutely can't like, turn this fucking stop. game off. Yes, please. Please, can we stop with the days, the H1Z1, the rust, all of it, man. I'm just over it. But uh, Fallout, I liked it. It wasn't my top five, but I think I was overhyped on it. And then when it delivered... It's a great game, but mm-hmm. I think, like, like you said, it's lacking something for me. Yeah. But I, I mean, I was, like, super stoked about it, and, like, I like it a lot, but it, you know, like, I, not that I would go either way on it. I still love it. I still want to play right. it, you know what I mean? But I'm just, like, I wish it was more, I wish it was more New Vegasy. I guess. I could see that. New Vegas was surprisingly really awesome. Yeah. My number four is Outline Miami 2. Because it's awesome. I don't know. If you haven't played Hotline Miami, I don't know how to explain them. They're just top-down yeah. shooter games. Like sh- They're like shooting puzzles. They're like a shooting puzzle game where like you enter a house, it's top-down, and you have to take out all these people. And it's almost like a puzzle in the way where you pretty much you have to do it perfectly. Because if you get hit one time, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're dead so dude. you have to go through and literally just find the perfect way to go through this house or mansion. I, and it's not like there's place. only one way. You can do oh, no. yeah, yeah, you can do it many lots of ways. different ways and they have all kind they have different masks that you can wear that give you different, different abilities. abilities. You can have different guns and stuff. So like there's a lot of different ways to do it. In fact, usually the gun isn't the greatest way to go about things. I don't things use a anyway. gun very often. I, I use a lot of the other weapons. I use a silenced pistol once in a while, but yeah. for the most part I'm like bats and knives. Like, Cuz it's like if you use a gun people do hear you and they will come. Right. It's interesting and it's like it's just really fun. Like, I don't like the yeah. plots are crazy. That's the thing is like, but people bitched about the second one and I was like, well, you played the first one, right? Like it's I just more of I that. I can't imagine liking the first one and not liking the second yeah. one. That's like, it's like being mad at like portal two for being more puzzles. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, you know what I, mean? like, I loved it. I, w- I want to make sure it came out this year, but it did. And yeah, I, it did. I had a blast with it. I beat it twice. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that game. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't, there's not much I'll say about it. If it sounds interesting that you try it, I think it's like a $10 game. Oh, it's on the Steam sale right now for three forty nine. So for just go ahead and get you it. You should play it because it's awesome, and it's on PlayStation, Xbox, computer. So I mean, yeah. Um, my number four is probably 
uh, the beginner's guide. I don't know if you played that. Uh, yeah, I did play it. Um, we can't talk about it because by talking about it, you'll ruin it for anybody. I'm trying played to think it. of a way we can talk about it without ruining anything. Just if did any if you played the Stanley Parable or you're into like interactive like stories like that are incredibly interesting, like because it's the, a game the, about a guy that makes games. Yeah, kind of. I don't <laughs> but it's an examination of like isolation and depression and all this stuff but it's humorous at the same time like the stanley parable is about sort of a similar thing but it's kind of a choose your own adventure narrative like comedy game and then this is more a little more serious definitely but more dark. it's still interesting because the guy who makes these games is clearly some sort of genius like <laughs> Because I've never, like, I didn't know anybody had made things like this or whatever. It's so. new. It's definitely new, and it's cool. It's, like, it's really cheap. Again, it's only, like, an hour game. Yeah. But buy it. Well, no, I mean, it's longer than that. Is but it? Yeah, yeah. But because, well, you can play it, like, so many times because there's so much different shit to do, Is like, it? all the time. Yeah. I beat it once. I didn't, what could you, I don't know. Um, But, like, anyway, yeah, you should just buy it because I don't want to talk about it and ruin it for you. So it's, It was a good game. I liked it, too. Um, I have it on my Steam, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. My number three mm. game of the year mm. is Metal Gear Solid Five, which, uh, interestingly enough, I love Metal Gear Solid One. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. I get the Raiden thing, or Raiden, or whatever you want to call him. Um, but I still thought it was pretty fun. Three, I didn't really like. Four, I hated. And five, I'm back on board. I really had a lot of fun with it. I don't think it's the best game ever. I don't think it's brilliant or anything. Cause, uh, what's his name? Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Kojima. It's like his swan song was supposed to be like his thing, although now he's already announced he's making a PlayStation exclusive. But at the time, because PT got canceled, people thought this was like his bowing out game. And it's it flawed, but I think it's really fun. Um, it's a huge... It's cool. It's I mean, a it's huge cool. World. You get to make your own base. There's a lot of customization, and it's fun to ride a horse around and sneak up on people. And to a degree, you really can do the missions however you want, and you can go through and sneak through. Or you can drop bombs and have, you know, it's just cool. It's not I mean, game changing. I was actually like fairly disappointed in it. Were you? Yeah, because I was like super excited about it and I really wanted to play it and stuff. And then once I played it, I was like, well, this kind of boils down. Like I started doing the side missions and I liked it. And I liked once I upgraded the guns and stuff like that, it was fine. Sure. But ultimately, like, it sort of boils down to the same thing over and over and over again. It does. And it does. Which is fine, but at the same time, it isn't as fun because you can't get as super inventive as I would like them. Like, here's the reason why, and I'll say it, because uh, my number three game is going to be a tie between Mad Max and Just Cause 3 because they're very similar. Okay. But, like, and you can say that Just Cause 3 and Mad Max boiled down to where you do the same thing over and over. Well, Metal Gear Solid is an open world game too, but it is limited and it's, it could be repetitive. I could see that. Well, also the fact that like, I don't need to call in the helicopter, then get on the helicopter. Then it goes to a place and then I can select going to my next mission. Right. Why can't I just fucking press where I want to go and just drop me off there from, you know what I mean? That like, makes sense. Yeah. It's a, and, and then you can get the helicopter to come quicker, but you have to like get upgrades and shit from mother base. And it's like, I don't want, like, it's a helicopter. Just have it come get me. Like, and then don't make me get on it and then watch an entire animation where it flies away and shit. Cause I don't, like, it's so long. It's so lengthy. Like, right. it, it breaks up the gameplay way too much. Like, if I'm already, like, 
ready to go to the next mission, just take me to the next fucking mission. That Don't, makes sense. Yeah, you know? I can see that. It just lost my interest, like, after about... I mean, given I played it for a good, like, 40 hours before it lost my interest, but right. at the same time, I didn't feel like I got anywhere in it. Like, I didn't feel sense. like there was anything cool happening, but that was also my fault because I didn't really play the story missions as much as I should have and right. whatever. The story missions are fun, but you're right. Everything you said I, is accurate. I just... I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. But, just, like, like, the reason I like Just Cause 3 and I liked Mad Max... And Mad Max to a lesser extent because it's not as crazy as Just Cause Three, but that's because the nature of the games is different. Yeah, but I'm like excited. In, See, I have not, as a note, I haven't played Just Cause Three yet. I plan on it, and I'm excited about it. I like Two a lot. But yeah, I haven't played it yet. Like Mad Max, you do have to do a lot of the same things over and over, but you get rewarded for that almost instantly because you get to like create new things, and you don't have to go to a crafting station. You don't have to do all this. You just pause the game and fucking make it, and then you have it. Right. Uh, like you can get all different kinds of cars and all kinds of different shit and like outfit them the way you want them to and then go blow shit up in the wasteland, which is fun. Uh, sure. I mean, I'm not like super far into it, but I like it so far for what it is. And yeah, it's probably repetitive and whatever, but it's also fun to like blow shit up the way you want to and all that right. kind of thing. Um, whereas like in Metal Gear Solid Five, the problem was in a lot of places like you would get like another side mission. You would go and all the people would be set up in the exact same place as they were the first time you did the other side mission that was in the same place. Right. Like, I just don't like that. It just is like kind of lazy design. Um, but then like in just cause three, it's fun because they're just like, Hey, here's all this shit you can have now go blow this fucking shit up. Like <laughs> right. who cares? Like the story doesn't really matter. No, like it really it's doesn't. not great. Like it's the same story you've seen in a million different games. What's fun about it is they just were like, well, what worked in Just Cause 2? Now here's a wingsuit and some other stuff that makes it a little bit better. That's fine with me. Yeah. I can't wait to fly around. Yeah, it's super fucking fun. And the the the, the place, like the map is fucking huge. And like there's a lot of like secrets and stuff you can find, which... Yeah, I've read a few reviews of Just Cause 3 that gave it kind of poor reviews. And it was interesting to me because they were like, well, there's no plot. Who cares? Yeah, like... I wasn't there to play Just Cause 2 for the plot because no the was. fucking voice acting and everything that was going on in it was so piss poor that, like, yeah. who... Like, no. I liked blowing things up. I liked that they were like, hey, you see that outpost over here? Like, in Just Cause 3, this is what they do. Like, you, you have to liberate, like, cities and stuff. Right. So you go in, and on the left-hand side of the screen, it shows you all the things you need to, to destroy before you can take the city over. Right. But you can do that any way you want to. That's so, awesome. like, some people, like, you know, I like to, like, swing into, like, the base or whatever, because there's always a base in every city. And I, like, plant explosives and then go away and then blow them up from, like, a hillside and see everybody going crazy and That's shit. Awesome. And then, you know, or, like, you know, you, you're also able to just waltz right in there and just start blowing the shit out of everything if you want <laughs> that's to. That's how it should be. Like, it's really, really fun. Um, and that's, like, the main thing is, like, they they take the same design philosophy as, like, Saints Row, where they're, like is this fun, then get rid of it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. If it's not, then we're not doing I it. I love that. And that's yeah. why Saints Row were so fun. They cut out all the bullshit. Right. They didn't have <clears> missions <throat> that were just like, take this package and drive it across the entire city. Right. It's like, I they don't tried do to that. make up why new kind of interesting... You can say your game's 80 hours long, but if 20 hours of it is bullshit... Right. Who cares? And then, like, they don't... like, And then forcing you to do, like, side missions that you don't want to do. Right. Like, 
You know, like GTA always makes you do a racing mission. Yeah. Why didn't fucking worst. come here to race a car? The I came worst. here to shoot motherfuckers and yeah, blow stuff up. Like if just you cause have side missions, that's fine. Just cause has tons of side missions. You know how many I've done? None of them. <laughs> right. Because I don't care about flying through a bunch of hoops because I want like extra points or whatever. Right. I don't care about racing cars because to be honest with you, driving cars in those games is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like I like to fly around, I like to blow stuff up. They have like the cool thing they have is like they have side missions where like they're like chaos missions. So like you get like a helicopter and you just blow as much shit up as you can in like right. you know thirty seconds or whatever. That's awesome. Which is great. Those were the ones I always did in all the other games, like the mayhem missions and fucking Saints Row. I love doing that that's, stuff. That's what I want to do. But uh, yeah, but Just Cause is like you know they like they they made it fun, and that's all it's there for is to be fun. Right. So it's totally worth the sixty dollars. So awesome. like whatever. Um. But all it did was then make me very upset that there that they haven't that there's no new mercenaries game, because like <sighs> just cause is clearly like they were like well they did this in mercenaries but we can do this now like mercenaries kind of. two was awesome it was just a PS two game I wish they would the technology now I wish they would bring was it. it I thought it was, no it was a three sixty game it was on three sixty yeah yeah, I mean, yeah you're right yeah the first one was on PS that's right. The second one, but but this is the thing: is Mercenaries was so ahead of its time. It was because it was like an open world game where literally everything was destructible. Uh, yeah, it was like <laughs> where you could call in like gigantic fucking bombs that yeah. would like destroy <laughs> whole like you know city blocks and stuff. It was amazing. Yeah, I and wish like I'd make Mercenaries three with I don't, the technology now. I understand like pandemic's gone, but EA still has to own that. Exactly. That franchise, right? So, like, make a new one. Just this, It's the same fucking thing as they won't make a new Battlefield Bad Company. It exactly. makes me so mad. Like, Ugh. But anyway. No, um, I completely agree. But, yeah, if anybody who works for EA, make a new Mercenaries game. <laughs> make Mercenaries for Justin and I, at least. Yeah. You can blow up cities. Yeah. <laughs> My number two game is a little off the cuff, but was Until Dawn for PS4. Mm. I loved it. It was a... Everybody doesn't know. It's like a horror game where you... It's like, to a pretty good degree, choose your own adventure. There's a lot of different endings. It's a cheesy plot on purpose. It's supposed to be kind of campy. You're eight yeah, because it's supposed to be like a horror movie. Yeah, and it's supposed to be kind of funny and like cheesy. Like trapped in the woods. Like. Yeah, it's like eight eight got people in a cabin, four boys, four girls. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> but you really, you can make all eight live or all eight die. You, mm. can, you can end with everyone dead and any number between there. So the way you play really determines you can save one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it's pretty awesome. And it's like you choose your paths and it's creepy. It is kind of funny. I shot a blast with it. I played it through twice and got two different endings. And I was fine with that. And I didn't want to need to get all eight endings. But at the same time, I felt like I easily got my money's worth when I played it through twice. Right. I played it with our friend and uh we had a blast, man. We just sat there and playing it. And it was I thought it was I don't want to say underrated because I have no idea how well it did. Mm. But I feel like it wasn't talked about that much. And it was unique, and it was a really fun game. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything crazy to say about it. If you have a PS4, absolutely play it, because it's until dawn, and there just wasn't a lot of like PS4 exclusives that were amazing this year, but that game was a blast. And if you like horror games, or like, it's just fun. Yeah. I don't have anything crazy to say about it. Right. It was a great game. Uh, my number two is all of the Five Nights at Freddy's that came. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I thought you were serious. <laughs> no. Is Emily wants to play? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I get those it. games too. Can those all like? I get well? it. You guys can make a bunch of horror games now, <sighs> but if it's not, if you're not gonna make a game that's at least, at least, 
as good, like, well, okay, not as good, but, like, as good as, like, the Amnesia series. Because I consider them to be, like, the lowest rung of what's good in that. Yeah, like, Outlast is the best. Yeah, well, I would say Outlast and Soma are the best. Yeah. And then, and then like, Amnesia. Like, if you're going to go below Amnesia, just don't do it. And if I'll everything admit, you're doing is just to make, like, a creepy teddy bear walk around, like, who gives a shit? <laughs> and I'll admit, I bought the first Five Nights at Freddy's because I was curious. Right. But after the first one, I didn't fall forward again. You didn't buy all five of them or whatever yeah, they're up to the now. One, How do they keep pumping them out every month? I like, bought the, it's the same thing. I bought the first one. And played it for like an hour, maybe. Okay, probably not. Maybe half an hour. I was like, okay. Yeah. It's fine. This is whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, it's not. It's barely a game. Oh, did you see they re-released uh, Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour on Steam? No, we always talk about that. I know. You can buy them for like 99 cents. Are they cents. remastered or anything? No, they're just <laughs> the same. Amazing. But at least they run. You know, <laughs> They would have to look so shitty now. Oh, I'm sure they do. But I was almost like yesterday, I was looking at it. I was like, 99 cents. It's two bucks. I'll buy both. Like I'm getting them. Um, I'll buy I will buy Eleventh Hour just to watch those terrible full motion video cutscenes. Yeah, that's right. Like, um, because <laughs> Seventh Guest was like legitimately creepy. Then in the second one, they tried to add this like oh, soap was, opera type story to it. Was it was really weird. I miss those games. No, my Night Trap. Oh, I wish they would make a new one. <laughs> that's kind of what like uh, uh, Night Trap was kind of like uh the precursor to Until Dawn, like. Kind if you of, think about yeah, it. Really, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, now, my second is uh, the Game of Thrones, the Telltale game, season one. Want to play them? I've not gotten to play them yet. It's it's really good because it's the first. Like I love, like I've talked about before. I love the Walking Dead one. I love Wolf, Wolf Among Us. I like the Borderlands one. I didn't play the Minecraft one because it's really aimed for t- towards children. So I'm yeah. like whatever. But I'm sure it's fine. Um, but like this was like. This to me was like the culmination of all the things they've been trying to do because all the decisions you make seem like they have weight. There's so many characters in it and there's main characters that literally like I I know because I've read online that that you don't like that won't die. Like right. but then I killed them in my game by accident. <laughs> so I'm like I'm like the season 2 is going to be so wildly different because there's literally a main character that like lives but you like there's two of them and right. at one point you have to choose between them and you play as them that's awesome. so if one of them dies then the story goes on with the other one but like it's you telltale know telltale has killed it man you and i were talking at lunch <clears throat> yeah you could give telltale any license and i'd be excited i yeah, can't wait be for the totally... telltale batman yeah it's gonna be badass yeah you could just give me i'll literally license. play anything they put <laughs> out this time and like that's what people like say to me that like i i talked to a couple of people about that and they were like well i, don't, I played like the first the first episode of the first season of Walking Dead, and like you I can't wasn't, count and I f- was like, yeah, but you only played the first episode. Like, yeah, the shit doesn't start rolling downhill. Like, the choices don't start like making a difference till later. Like, you got to get to the point where it emotionally affects you. The right, beginning is not going to do that. Yeah, so and they're like, well, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, I get what they're going for, just as like an adventure game, and I'm like, but it's not like when you think about no. it. Like, it's it's like it's so much different because like I went back and I played through the first two seasons of Walking Dead again just to see what would happen. And like my experience was completely different the second time through because I went a weird different way and the ending of the second season was so radically different from my ending that I had in right. the first playthrough that I was like I was like I think people would gain an appreciation for it. It is one of those games that you would play more than one time through. Well, my roommate and I played Walking Dead and I remember it was funny cuz our endings were totally different. Right. And that's what happens is like People think that like it's just these dumb little things, and yeah, there are times when it's like little things that sure. that whatever. 
But there's like whole characters and whole parts of content that are gone because you killed this person right. by accident or you killed them on purpose. Like there's like whole characters like that I know for a fact in the Game of Thrones one can survive. Like there's tons of them. Almost everybody that I in my family in that game is dead <laughs> because of my decisions. <laughs> like, Sounds like me, yeah. Yeah. Like and it's it's just I don't know, it's great and like it was a really good and it like stays true to like the show like the kind of aesthetics of the show and all the voice actors or all the people who are on the show actually do their voices in the game and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um but it's just interesting. So it's like an actual like I think it's like the first like telltale game where you can tell they were like, Well, we're going to do our most ambitious version of what we've been trying to do so far kind right. of thing. That's awesome. I need to play it. I want to play that soon. You can get it on the Steam sale right now. You can get it for, like I think, like $11 for All the right. entire season. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. But I think that we can just go ahead and say that our number one game is exactly the same. Yeah, which is funny, which to show how cool this game is, if you notice, not any of our top four was the same. Yeah. Or no. two, two, three, four, five. No. But number one is Life is Strange. Yep. Because it's it was amazing, we, man. Yeah, we've talked about it's it. It's not even much more to say. Times. We don't even need to. <laughs> no, because I don't want to give away too much. But it's like the best way I can describe Life is Strange is just go get it, get all the chapters, and honestly, Justin and Jerry and I, Jerry's sitting here too. It was a game that we're all men in our thirties, mm-hmm. and I was texting them. They were texting me like I was a kid discovering my favorite movie for the first time. Right. Like this could not happen. This is insane. No, I cannot believe that just happened. And this is the thing is like, like, yeah, you're going to fucking play it. You're going to go, the dialogue's stupid. Some of it is. Yeah, some of it's dumb. (laughs) But but when they nail like the emotional beats of it, they fucking nail that shit. They do. And the ending is kind of predictable. I don't care. Good Shaka Bra, stupid. I get (laughs) it. That's the dumbest fucking thing on earth. Get in the mosh pit, Shaka Bra. Like some of the things that like, yeah, because it's a bunch of fucking 30-year-old dudes in California and Sweden (laughs) writing dialogue for fucking teenagers. Yeah. (laughs) But like it is exceptionally good. The emotional beats though, like you said. I mean, we were all three and Carly, a bunch of us were texting each other. And it was just like I was a kid. I was like, this cannot happen. Yeah. Like, I got to go back. And like you said, like, it's just crazy, man. I've, I've, I'm not saying it's the most unique <clears throat> or best made game no. ever. No, no. I've never least. played anything that made me feel the way that game did. Yeah. Uh, I've never played a game that I hated fucking playing and then ended up being my favorite game of the yeah, entire Yeah, we were year. texting each other literally like, fuck the makers of this yeah. game for making me go through this part. Yeah. It's just a really cool game. Like, yeah. that. I don't even want to give anything else away. Like, if you like games that haven't played Life is Strange, just play it. Right. It explores themes that, like, no other game really does. It like, really does. You know, from, like, depression to, like... I don't even want to give too much away. No. It's just, like... And the fact that it it's told from the standpoint of two, like, women, like, teenage yeah. girl, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no... There's no... Name a fucking game. There's not one. No. And it's cool because... Other than Gone Home, and that's not even, like, you know... And you can tell this game borrowed from Gone's Home. It did, to an extent, but it's good that it did, because... And you can even tell, when we first started talking about this game, I only played Chapter 1 of 5 on this podcast, and I even was like, it's okay. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But again, this is what happens with those episodic games, especially games where you make choices and stuff, is, yeah, the first chapter, you're going to be like... I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Because you don't know what the fuck's going to exactly. happen. And then they were like, oh, this is what the fuck's going to happen. Go fuck yourself. It's like, really you know. So it's like, I mean, Life is Strange, my game of the year by far, yeah. 2015. Hey, do you want to like this game? <laughs> yeah, I did want to. Well, never mind. You're just going to cry. Oh, fuck like, you, by the way. Here's this. <laughs> we're going to do this. And it's going to emotionally devastate your day. Yeah. yeah, that's my number one game by far. I just, I loved it. I can't wait to see what they do next. They're making a part two, you were saying, plus that vampire game. Mm-hmm. 
I'm curious. I'm excited to see yeah. what Don't Nod does next. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Like, I mean, here's the thing with the top five is it's like super subject- subjective. And there's like, Absolutely. there were a ton of games this year that, yeah, I mean, I wasn't like super stoked on, but there were a lot of like indie games that I really liked and yeah, stuff. Yeah, same. But, I mean, I would put Rocket League up there if I wanted Rocket to. But, but Rocket League, to me, is a game that everybody knows. It's like an appetizer. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? True. You play it for like 20 minutes, you play a match and it's fun, and then yeah. you're done playing it because. You know, there isn't a whole shit ton going on there, right. but it's still fun. It's like a Madden game. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Like, no, I wouldn't put, a, yeah, I wouldn't put a Madden. I wouldn't Even put if I FIFA played Madden soccer. every night and matched my friends, I wouldn't put it in my top yeah. five. No, not at all. No. Doesn't mean it's not good. No. It's the same thing as, like, like all the like the newest content drop for uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Right. I would put that up there because it was sizable and it was cool, but... I wouldn't because all I, I mean I play it you know it's Counter Strike yeah it's Counter Strike like we all know what Counter Strike is like, right you know what I mean I agree with that but yeah that's a good list yeah I think we did a pretty good job next week um or the, later this week we're we're gonna do movies and music mm-hmm. so people write in that too write in your video games because if there's games you want to talk about I'm curious because I'm sure I'll think of later today some games where I was like oh man that game ruled. Oh yeah, but absolutely. That's just how it is always with top lists. They're never that definitive. Well, my 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 my, uh, my movie list is easy. It's just one through four is Aloha, <laughs> and then five is uh, Pitch Perfect two. So I'm pretty much on board with that. Yeah. Okay. So we only have to talk about it next week. Right? Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. I have to pee insanely bad. Okay. Should I go pee? Or are we wrapping this up? I mean, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. I think we covered a lot of ground, right? Yeah. Can I play this for you real quick? What are you playing? Hold you on. used to call me on my Is this a kid's bop? Mm-hmm. You used to you used to Hotline Bling. Just hold on. Just yeah. listen to how they change the lyrics. It's hilarious. You used to call me on my cell phone. Hold on. Anytime you need to talk. You used to call me on my cell phone anytime you need to talk. Hold on. Wait. Wait. You start caring less and going out more. Well, started wearing less and going out more is what yeah. he says in the song. Caring less, man. Uh, but yeah, I just. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is they have like a kids' bop of like almost every song. Now, yeah, at right? this point. But this is like an official one that's like on the real kids' yeah. bop thing. It is so fucking creepy that they do these. It is, man. There's a lot of reasons. Like, mostly because like this song is about. Fucking a girl, because that's what <laughs> she want. Yeah, she want whenever she would call you. Yeah, that's what she wanted. Was not now because yeah, she moved on. You know, because you what left town and then you came back and yeah. you know she was fucking other people. Yeah, but like, 
when you change the lyrics and there's a kid singing it, it becomes like so fucking creepy. It's real creepy. <laughs> like <laughs> mostly because we have the perspective of what it's actually about. Sure. So like there's just a bunch of children singing it That's in true. like you know heart, like unison like ugh, <laughs> it's super fucking gross. Oh, oh man, kids, Bob. Just oh. just love them. Well, it is good to be back. We will be back later this week with the next episode and back to this and. uh Write in with your albums, movies, music of the year, or just your favorite things of the year. Yeah, just whatever, whatever anything. It's year end, right? To talk yeah. about whatever you want this year that was good or bad, because we have your favorite to talk places about. to have lock-ins, maybe for. Yeah, instance? don't don't do that. Best places to park a van. Okay, so thanks for listening. Please follow oh, us okay, on Twitter. Okay, okay. Best places to go jerk off in your friend's sister's. Panties. That's easy. The bathroom. You lock the door. What are the other four top five places you would do it at? <sighs> I guess you could steal the underwear and go back to your house and do it. No, I'm or asking you. Like, what do you put think? it in your duffy, your duffel bag? <laughs> okay, here's a question for you then. Okay, who brings a duffel bag to a sleepover? Me. What's in there? GI Joe's. The entire duffel bag, and a change of clothes. Shit myself. After you jerk off, and <laughs> why don't you just wear her panties? Because that's weird. Okay. <laughs> Where are the other three? So at home, you would take them home. That's it. There's two, just the bathroom in there. Backseat of the car. Like when your parents are driving? Yeah. <laughs> what about like their basement or their like... Yeah, you could go in the basement if everybody was having dinner. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they would be like, you would be like, oh, can I be excused? I need to go to the basement real quick. <laughs> I'd make up a reason. What would the reason be? Uh, oh, I need to go check your water heater. No. I heard it was, I felt like it was leaking. I left my G.I. Joe's down there. I make sure the dog doesn't chew. I'm going to put them away in my duffel bag. Do some laundry. Yeah, some laundry. Yeah, when you shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, we all do. I do not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I literally have not shit myself since I was a child. Yeah. Right? You do. I do. <laughs> like just in general, yeah, like I'm just do. shitting myself, yeah. like not as an accident. Yeah. And that's true. You have shit. You're, you're kind of the expert. Oh. Also, like you couldn't carry a duffel bag full of GI Joes. You know how much that would fucking weigh. <laughs> Well, there's like 20 GIs in there, maybe one vehicle. That's not a duffel bag. Okay. A duffel bag is a like sack. huge. Okay, maybe not a, I don't mean like a hockey bag, but maybe just like a... A hockey bag? <laughs> you don't need much for underwear. I mean, yeah, just bring like a yeah, Why are you only bringing underwear? Okay. <laughs> I'm saying you what don't... What kind of <laughs> fucked up sleepover is going on? You never had a You, you never just had a show sleepover? up just in your underwear no. with a duffel bag full of G.I. Joe's? <laughs> You never had a sleepover there where, like, bring a pair of underwear and some Joes? <laughs> no. No. Because if I, if I did, my parents would have been like, you're not allowed to be friends with them anymore. I want to make a mixtape called Underwear and Joes. <laughs> All right. I don't know what to say anymore. Um, you're... 
Did what? Nothing. No, go Nothing. ahead, please. We'll talk about it next no, time. No, go ahead. No. I want to know. I was going to ask you what the weirdest thing you ever did at a sleepover was. Oh, um. <laughs> oh. Uh, never mind. We'll talk okay. about it next week. All right, fine. We will. I got a story. Bunk bed shit. You shit off of a bunk bed? No. I hit a kid with a bull whip. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you have a song for this week? No. No, me neither. It'll just be Kids Bop, where I'm going to find Kids Bop something or other. Yep. Um, oh, what's like a real creepy song? Did anyone do that? Uh, what's his name? Robin Thicke song that's a rapey singer. Is there a kids' song? Oh, I don't think Lord so. Lines? That would be terrifying. I don't think. Or God, that I Maroon Five song, Animal. Is there a kids' pop version of that terrifying song? Oh, <laughs> please. What did you find? Please tell me that this is not just like a dumb parody thing. Everybody get up. No. Hold on. There's no way. It is real. Hold on. And this isn't even Kids Bop. This is just another person. Tell me, yeah. Okay, now they was bold. Tried to domesticate us. But we some animals. Baby, it's in my nature. This is terrifying. Oh my god! Kids World? I do not like it. Oh. Well, thanks for listening to Big Snackers. We'll see you guys in a few days. Yeah. Uh, please rate us and enjoy listening to this. Yep, please. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Giving them swamp, just watching and waiting for you to salute and Tuesday's rapping.